Welcome back to the On The Way podcast. This is our final practice out of 15. Today, we're gonna talk about the practice of advocacy. Advocacy can mean a few different things. Jesus advocates for us and is constantly interceding for us. We advocate the gospel to others and how we live our lives. And we advocate for people by lending our voice to speak up for others and to love them the way that Jesus loves them. The workers we meet today are literally on the way. They've just recently moved with their family to a new city in India. Abhishek and Priya are putting down roots and anticipating what God has in store for them and the people in their community. You'll hear their enthusiasm for the relationships they've already formed and how they're believing God is gonna do great things in their community for years to come. Let's talk about advocacy on the way. Abhishek, Priya, it's great to have you today. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. We're excited to hear from you and learn from you. As we get started, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing uh, in the location that you're at? Yeah, we are here uh, in India and um, we are uh, kind of leading the advocacy uh, movement and push for Indians to reach India. And uh, our burden is for people to catch literally catch the heart of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit, and really uh, learn what it was when Jesus walked on the earth and how he transformed lives and how he transformed people. So we want to be in a place where we can um, not only mirror who Jesus is, but also um, allow people to come into our lives and be with us, live with us, and... um, see what it is like to have an open home and an open table. I've been to the city where you live a couple different times, and I have to say it is one of my favorite cities in all of India. There's just a, a, a vibe about it that I love. Can you just describe um, a little bit your city to our listeners? What is it like to be there? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? One thing I love about this city is just the way it, people are so open and willing to have conversations and willing to help you. And and uh, they ask you thousands of questions. Like literally <laughs> our neighbors just ask anything. They're not afraid. People are just in your face. Like yes. this, is, this is who <laughs> we are. Uh, what is your father-in-law's name, mother-in-law's name, what are your children's name, how many children do you have, what does your wife do, what do you do, like these constant questions. Because I think the more you learn about people, the m- I think the more you can love them. I've, I've just enjoyed every minute of being here. I walk out of my gate and there's <laughs> yeah. always someone standing at the gate waiting to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Like I've Usually. never experienced that anywhere else. <laughs> So they're just so welcoming and uh, it's, it's, it's been amazing to see how much they long mm. to have someone stand and talk to them mm. or have someone give them importance. They're so loving and so simple in everything that they say and do, the way they speak, the way they mm. come across to you. But they're so, they're so looking for you know that they are looking for something that will give them value. Mm. Especially the women here, I think. We've been here, what, four weeks? But I've, I've experienced so much love from them. 
mm-hmm. um, just you know with um, don't worry about anything we'll teach you everything about this place and mm-hmm. we'll take you to the market we'll show you where you can buy plants and don't <laughs> worry if you can't uh, speak the way we speak we'll speak for you and i enjoy my evenings i look forward to them so today i want to talk about advocacy and you mentioned something um priya that i loved how um you said your neighbors say don't worry if you don't speak the way we do if you don't know the language the way we do we'll speak for you. And mm. to me, that is a sense of advocacy. Um, when mm. we lend our voice on behalf mm. of someone who who either doesn't have a voice, maybe doesn't have access uh, to mm. to influence a situation, we, we lend our voice, we lend our inv- influence on behalf of someone else. Um, mm. Can you talk to me a little bit about in your life there, what does advocacy mean to you? What does that look like for you guys there? I love this verse that says, John 14, 16, it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you an, another advocate who will never leave you. And something that really like hit me is this whole concept of, I am an advocate for the gospel. And we've come to advocate the gospel and really share about what Jesus has done for us. Like, this is not a project. Like, this is not an, a temporary assignment. This is our life. And and I'm excited to share stories. I'm excited to share what God is doing. Um, I'm excited at all that God has for us because we have that confidence that we will see fruit because we are going to put our roots down. Uh, you know, till we die, we want to... We want to be here and reach people. So one thing we want to do in this in this city is open our home, open our lives for young people who love Jesus and who want to serve him but don't know how. Yeah. You know, young people who have a gift, who have a call over their lives, but they just don't know how to use that efficiently and effectively to reach their cities and to yeah. reach the people that they have a burden for. So we are excited to host people in our homes. God's given us so much space here that we can have like 10, 15 people, 20 people at a time living with us, doing life with us, praying with us, worshiping with us, and then going out and putting it into practice. We've fallen in love so deeply with this city that we know we want to be here for the rest of our lives. We know we want our children to grow up here and, and, be um, the locals in this city, mm. you know, be a children who have brought, been brought up here and live like they belong to the city. And uh, that's just been our heart and where we can't wait for what God has in store. This is now how you uh, work out your salvation is what scripture says. So how do I work out my salvation? You know, the same thing Jesus did, I go out and do it day after day, time after time. Not Sunday after Sunday, but day after day, minute after minute, hour after hour. I want to give my lives for those who have not heard. I see how advocacy plays a huge role in your life in in so many ways. You um, are advocating about the need in your city among Indians all over the country. 
um, you're lending your voice and challenging them to come and be a part or to go other places and serve Jesus. Um, you're advocating on behalf of people in your city to the Father in prayer. Over the years that I have known both of you have been so challenged um, by the fact that you advocate not just with your words. You don't just lend your voice on behalf of other people. You've, you've lent, you've, you've given your life on behalf. And there's something so powerful about that because it does reflect the Father's heart. It does reflect Christ who, he could have sent words down from heaven. He could have just, you know, done it that way. But instead he, he came down himself and, mm -hmm. and, and lived among people uh, to demonstrate the depth of his love for us. So um, I've been really challenged um, as I've been thinking through this concept of advocacy of how how we advocate with our life and how we advocate before Christ with our prayers. Can you talk a little bit about that? Scripture is very clear that you won't get victory if you do not pray. Like Jesus was constantly interceding. You know, uh, you know, I want to be in that place where I communicate with the Holy Spirit more than I communicate with anybody else. You know, so I'm constantly subconsciously communicating with the Holy Spirit. If I am not going to love these people the way Jesus loved them, He's not going to release them into my life. And I need to make sure that the reason I communicate with them, the reason I speak with them, the reason I have a relationship with them is purely out of love. They are not an agenda. They are not a list. Uh, you know, they are not a box that I can tick. But there are, they are, you know, I'm willing to talk to them for the next 20 years, even if they do not encounter Jesus. Like I'm willing to do that, like constantly have conversation and be in relationship with them. The whole purpose of Jesus coming to earth was so that he could have relationship. And I think that's the foundation of what we want to do. I love that verse in Hebrews 7.25 that says, Therefore he, meaning Jesus, is able also to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. He's always constantly interceding to the Father. He's constantly advocating on my behalf, on your behalf, on behalf of every person on the face of the earth and the people in your city that, that he loves so much. He's constantly advocating. And um, I see you guys doing that. Uh, for the sake of those listening in today, can you um, give one or two examples of a way if uh, someone here is listening and perhaps they have someone from another faith background in their community, a Hindu person maybe, or someone from a Buddhist background. What is one or two ways that they can practice this theme of advocacy on behalf of those friends or coworkers or neighbors? How can they advocate for them today? One major thing is like, hey, you have to love them the way Jesus loved them. And I think, um, you know, something beautiful about when you love people, you love what they love. You know, even if it's sushi or even if it's like masala chai or even if it's like chicken tikka or these weird foods and these weird dance moves or these weird music or these weird traditions, like, you will fall in love automatically. You know, you, you automatically fall so much in love with what God has in store for them that you automatically just transition into loving the foods they like, loving where they want to go, hanging out with them, wherever they are. And I would say start with that one. Just start with the one person. Forget about 
8 billion people living in the world but focus on that <laughs> one person you know and you you will see change happen and you will see um you will see breakthrough for sure and we've seen that in our lives i think we always feel so responsible for uh, oh did i say the right thing or um is it like we feel like it's our job to actually make them experience uh that moment of revelation where they they believe who jesus is mm-hmm. and what he did for them but that's not our responsibility uh, that's the responsibility of the holy spirit our responsibility mm-hmm. is to love beyond measure we cannot reach the whole world <laughs> even jesus disciple 12 people <laughs> so um one person at a time um it's not difficult to love one person hmm. you know start with the one and um, the holy spirit will 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 lead them lead you and he will convict them uh, when it's needed this has been our final practice in the series of the on the way podcast Over the last few weeks, we've met with cross-cultural workers from around the world and learned about seeing, moving, and building community. When you reflect on each of these practices, how have you been moved to serve? In the 21-day journal, you'll find more opportunities to reflect on your journey. You'll also find links to resources where you can continue to learn and find opportunities to pray, give, and go live in service on the way. There will be two more bonus episodes as you wrap up your journey. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these conversations as much as I enjoyed having them. The journey is for everyone and yours is just beginning. Thanks for joining us on the way. To discover more opportunities and to sign up for the 21-day journey, visit agwm.org/ontheway.